Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Live from the Leyline. I'm your host, Cameron Porter. With me as always, my fucking boy, Avery Newitt. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm fresh, rejuvenated, recharged. Yep. Ready to rock this shit. I love it. Yep. I love the hoodie, by the way. Thank you. You know, yes, I got a rep to set. That's yes, what sir. it's all about, dude. And fucking, you, you already know what Oh, shit. On. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really, all I'd all I be drinking is that or the light version. Yep. yep. <laughs> I can't do it with the light version. I don't know what it is. It okay. fucking tastes bad. It tastes like yeah. horse piss or something. I can't get over it. It's a it little too be. watery. Yeah. But it who could... knows? Maybe after a couple banquets, and then I might start tying on the light ones. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, before we get into it, yeah. really quick, I just want to apologize first to you. And also to our listeners for the fucking hiatus that we took. Uh, uh, you know, it was right in the heat of the holiday season. Yeah. As well as I started this new job. So I've been yeah. preoccupied like a motherfucker. But yeah. I'm back in this bitch and I'm ready to rock it. It's all good, bro. It happens. Yes, sir. It happens. Life life comes first, you know. Amen to that. Amen um, to that. Yeah. I've been slacking too, bro. I, I haven't even really been paying attention to too much shit until recently. Me neither. I was like, and that's why I wasn't hitting you up because I was like, I would yeah. be vamping. Right. <laughs> I'd be covering old topics, you know? Right. And I don't want to do that. I need to come fresh yeah. off the fucking stove for these people. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're fucking back. And yes. um, right off the rip, I've been waiting to tell you for so long, bro. So in the new hit movie, uh, Leave the World Behind, yeah um there's something in the movie so the the whole thing about that movie is people think that it's uh basically like a blueprint to what they're really gonna do here pretty soon revelation of the method type shit right yeah and so the gist of the movie is that a different country or countries hits the u.s with a giant cyber attack and it shuts down everything it's like a high level one it's not just like an emp yeah like shut down infrastructures and shit and so people start freaking the fuck out, obviously. But before we kind of dive deeper into it, I just wanted to say if that is if the movie is a blueprint, there's this scene where all of the Teslas in the world are just programmed to go and crash themselves and block off interstates and highways. And so I thought that was so cool, because if that does really end up happening, you and me have said for so long that the problem with electric cars and why they push them so hard is they're just going to fucking control them. Right. And, you know, shut them down, do whatever with them. So when yeah, I saw that, I was like, crazy. Cam have fucking said that yeah. for so long. We got our fucking fingers on the pulse of this shit. Yeah. That's what um, I wanted to tell you so bad. That was the shit. I love it. Mind. When you texted me and you're like, yo, we guessed it. I'll tell yeah. you when we do a pod. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was getting a second Christmas figuring out what we guessed. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah, and, and terrifying because that's honestly that's the truth of it. It's a yeah. nice idea, and it's cool that your car can drive itself, and it's dope that your car can stop itself if you're gonna crash. But that means, and that's only looking at the good things that the car can do. And I mean, obviously, they wouldn't use it for bad, right? Right. It's only just the good things about it. Yeah. It's not like it would turn itself off if you disobeyed the law or mm -hmm. misgendered somebody. Yeah. Or like I don't know how deep it's gonna go, but it's. You know what I mean? This gets into the social credit score 
the social condition they're going to put us into. You're, yep, you're exactly on the right path there. Yeah. Fucking scary. No more gas cars on the electric. Yeah. (laughs) You know, say good thing about government, you know, drive. Amen. (laughs) Which, I mean, you shouldn't say anything bad about your government anyways. They have your best interest in mind at all times, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I heard something scary. Apparently, Onside can do that, too, with all the General Motor and Cadillac vehicles. Wow. They can just, and they're gas-powered cars. Right. They can just shut those hoes off. I mean, it makes sense, because there is a computer, technically, in every car, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. it's insane. Another scary part of the, probably the scariest part of that movie is um, planes just start falling out of the fucking sky, dude. That's, like, my worst fear. Dude, me too. I that's crazy that you say that too, because I just had a dream um uh, not last night, but the night before. Yeah. That I was like looking at Colorado Springs from my window, because in my apartment I can like kind of see the downtown area and like a lot of the city. Yeah. And um in my dream, I'm watching from my window and this fucking plane is going and it's like taking off from the airport, you know. But it looked like it was like it was a little too close to downtown. It was like flying right over downtown. Yeah. But it like started to do this weird thing and it like came up and the tail started dipping. And I was like, oh shit, oh shit. And like went and grabbed my girlfriend. And I was like, dude, holy shit. And then it fucking like tipped up and fell right into the ground. Yeah. And like it created so much rubble, like more rubble than a plane crash would. It like right. all the rubble like washed up to our apartment. But of course, in my dream, my apartment was fine. You know, yeah. It, yeah, it yeah. washed right up to the apartment and, and we're good. Um, but then we're like helping people in the rubble, like getting all this shit out and fucking, we find like Joe Rogan in this like halo suit. Yeah. And he's like, he's got his helmet off, but he's like laying there and you know, those like Spartan suits, he's like got this armor on, but he's laying there dead. And I remember it was just like this heavy fucking feeling of like, oh shit, they killed Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very podcast universe dream. Yeah. it, It was a weird dream. That's awesome. But you talking about planes falling out of the sky. Yeah, yeah. No, it'd be fun to do a little short episode dissecting dreams. I would love it. My scariest dreams are always when I like what my brain conceives as the end of the world. Mm -hmm. And every time it starts off with me going outside and all the planets are like right here. You can see them. Weird. You walk outside and it's like the moon times 50. And everything is just like coming in. Yeah. It always starts like that. And then, of course, the you know, fuck? Uh, there's always the earth cracking in half and fire Damn. and shit. I have fire and brimstone. <laughs> the craziest one I had was me and all of my family were surviving some kind of apocalypse. And we ended up joining like a legion of angels. And we like wanted to go back and fight against them. That was one of the coolest ones. That's sick. But it being a dream, it was so funny. It was like we had to go to Home Depot to choose our weapons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. We had to like choose the horses we were going to ride from like a car store. Nice. (laughs) I love dreams, dude. They're so fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I love Um, it. Back on point. The reason I want to talk about the movie. Yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. This uh, dream breakdown is brought to you by Zen Pouch. Zen. It's what's in. It is what's in. We love Zen. We pop them all day, every day. Please sponsor us. All, all day, right. every day. Um, We'll send them another email pretty soon. 
Like, I know like I've given you four free shout outs. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you uh, said no, but we're just going to keep trying until you give it to us. Yeah, we'll keep hammering. I know you sponsor Chetty. So why don't you just give us some sauce? <laughs> For real. Oh, Lord. Um, The reason I wanted to talk about that movie is because this fed into the hype of the people saying that the movie's true and stuff is all of a sudden the Bill Gates and the Zuckerbergs and all of them have just decided to go and build bunkers like all over the world. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like Zuck super just built popular. One in Hawaii, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's super popular for billionaires to build bunkers. So it's just weird. It, is it his can bunker be... on Maui? Or I think is it so. just in Hawaii? It's on fucking Maui. I think it's on Maui, yeah. Now, obviously, it could be a reach. Billionaires build bunkers all the time. Yeah, but all but of it, them right now. Yeah, it's weird that it just ties into all this bullshit going on. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's a big club, and we're not a part of it. No. Nope. And honestly, you know, we talk about all these bunkers that they're building right now, but one of my favorite conspiracy theories to dabble in and talk about is DIA. And yeah. the idea that, like, that is basically just a big-ass super bunker. Yeah. For a cataclysmic event. Yep. You know, picture something like they had in Kingsman. You yeah. know, where Samuel L. Jackson's sitting in that windowed room and he's got the kill switch to make everybody yeah. kill themselves and everybody's fucking tying on drinks and champagne's flying in the air. And it's all yeah. a bunch of royalty and rich people that bought shares into this bunker that got to come and be safe from the frequency. Yeah. That movie's movie's very, yeah. very weird. So weird. Yeah. There's a frequency sound in Leave the World Behind, too really uh, like makes people sick yeah yeah it's pretty crazy dude um, it's revelation of the method they're slowly peeling the curtain back a little bit yeah. at a time you know yeah they're like oh did you get a little glimpse did you see it a really cool part of the movie too is like how they recognize how our own government and other governments just want to confuse us all the time too because in the movie these planes are flying overhead and they're dropping flyers oh. and all the flyers have um uh you know hebrew on it and stuff like that and just you know middle eastern languages and it says death to america so people are super hung up on that they're like oh you know of course it's the middle east and then later in the movie other people are like really because we found posters that are saying that had chinese on it and And there was just a bunch they were scattering different posters from different countries exactly so they were just confusing the people even more the whole time it's like the cabal at the top that's the other thing that people need to understand as well with these big clubs that we're talking about borders don't exist to them they have like those are just they're like they're like cities to them and like they're the mayors of these different cities but they all work for the same like one world government at the very top yeah it's this big cabal and it, it has nothing to do with countries or nationalities but they use that against the little pawns. And at the end yeah. of the day, that's what we are. Yeah. You know, one day I hope to upgrade to like a rook or a knight, but for now we're pawns. No, you're exactly right. It would never be like another country takes us out. No. It would be all the elites collectively take out everything. Right. As you and I know very well. Yeah. Yeah. Something that Sam Tripoli says all the time, and I love it. I resonate with that shit. But he says he's talking in reference to World War II. And he's saying the Nazis didn't lose World War II. Yeah. Germany did. Yeah. 
you know, the Nazis just jumped ship, Yep. you know, and I think that's, it's very on par with how those people work is they will topple a nation when it's right for them to do so. And the, and like fleeing rats, they'll jump to the next ship that they're going to ride off and plague another country with. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. So Avery, walk me through the movie a little bit. Cause I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, I just listened to Isaac Weishaupt go on tinfoil hat about it and yeah. they did a whole little pod, but That's even cool. from the podcast, you can't really like, can't really get the gist of like how, how it felt, the different yeah. imagery they were using, you know, they were going over the symbolism and all that, but that was basically the gist of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so highly recommend you watch it. It's super good. The ending is, is going to be a spoiler alert. The ending is crazy too. No, I won't. Um, Oil anything too crazy okay so this family goes on vacation somewhere just outside of new york mm-hmm. and um it's an airbnb and they get to the airbnb everything's going great and then in the middle of the night a couple knocks on the door and they're like hey i'm so sorry this is my house um they give some bullshit reason about how their apartment is shut down and a power, they said a power outage shut down the city, and it was way too crazy, and there's looting and shit, so they had to come back to their house, which is the Airbnb. Yeah. So the family that's at the Airbnb is obviously, like, weird about it, but it's the guy's fucking house. So right. They got to bring him in, you know? The husband's like, all right, you know, like, he's super friendly. He's too friendly, in fact. And so he lets him in. Is that and- Ethan Hawke who plays the husband? I can uh, with that actor. I think so. The guy who kind of looks like uh, Kevin Bacon. Yes. Yeah, that's him. And yeah, that's him. And then um, so the that's kind of how it starts. It gets kind of weird and they kind of give you the vibe that like maybe the husband and wife that own the house are going to like pull some weird shit and kill the family or something. Like you don't really know what the movie's about at first. Oh, it's all suspenseful. Yeah. I like movies like that. You're kind of like waiting for some shit to happen. Yeah. So then they get the Amber Alerts and stuff like that. And the internet's completely shut off. Phones aren't working. But the Amber Alerts work. Yeah, right. And on TVs and radios and stuff, of course. And then um, fucking... What's, how do I explain it well? They basically start freaking out. The electricity at the house works for some reason. They must be self-sustainable or something. Maybe on but... a generator or some solar. Yeah. Basically, the movie starts to cook up when the gentleman who returned to the house starts telling the family, like, he's sneaking in little hints and stuff because he's, like, a high-class stocksman. He, like, moves money for powerful people in the government. Mm. And... He basically starts telling the wife of the of the big family that like he was working with a client who he didn't realize it but was warning him that like shit was about to go down. He secretly knows what's going on during the movie, but he just is trying to keep people relaxed and sane. So he doesn't Not really say. have everybody start freaking out. Yeah. So then that's at that point that's when the family kind of starts to go away from the house and they try and look for stuff to help them figure out what the fuck is going on right and that's when you see planes fall out of the sky 
and then one of the coolest parts of the movie is they they think they're just going to drive home and they go to get on the interstate and it's just a fucking mile of crash teslas and they're standing there freaking out and then all of a sudden like 50 more start coming down the interstate just flying into the back of the rd wrecked vehicles jesus so that's a cool last part they start swerving it and shit and then the rest of the movie is them basically trying to decide what to do the son of the family gets sick from this frequency sound so they're trying to find him meds what kind but of sickness like what's the symptoms his teeth start falling out it's like um like radiation poisoning kind of like that yeah He's sick. His teeth start falling out. He has a fever, crazy fever, shit like that. But so Sucks. then the rest of the movie is them like talking about these little clues about how these powerful people told the guy that he was invited to go and stay with them somewhere while this is going on. And that's kind of all I can give you without spoiling it. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. I'm going to have to give it a watch then. It's cool. Yeah. And wasn't obama like the director or one of the screenwriters or something yeah. he, he had something to do with this movie right he did yeah i think he helped fund it yeah <laughs> and for for the people that are out of the loop um what i like to call joe biden's term right now is obama's third term yeah because essentially he's just the marionette that's what joe biden is yeah and obama's just kind of controlling this fucking limp bag of bones right from the back and you know basically controlling the policy inadvertently you know yeah without giving it away but that's yeah. just a theory youtube i don't know if that's true <laughs> i thought um i thought maybe they were gonna do it this year because i think the gist was biden was kind of gonna step down yeah but now it's looking like he is going to try for another four years. But I thought they were going to put Michael Obama. Yeah, Big Mike. <laughs> uh, I thought they were going to try and sneak her into office. That's one of my favorite fucking conspiracies. It's so goofy yeah. and hilarious. It's such a funny yeah. idea to ponder. Did you ever it hear is. Tim Dillon on Rogan talking about Michelle Obama whipping yeah. out a dick during the primaries and China yeah. just fucking recedes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah, shit's weird. Shit's weird. Freaking big uh, Barack calls her or him Mike like so many times. Really? Oh yeah, in speeches he goes myself and Michael, and then he just kind of moves on from it. Like, oops. <laughs> You're like, I don't think he meant to say that. <laughs> yeah. And then there's that picture of them when they're really young. That one's weird too. I don't know if I've seen it. Really? Does she just look manlier than him? I, I'm sure I can't find it, but no, she, it's, a, it's a man. What it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love it. Well, hey, you know, I think there's a lot of that going on where people will use each other as a beard. You know, there's a lot of conspiracies that Obama's gay. Yeah. And that he's using Michelle Obama as a beard so that he can. Because, I mean, who who would have elected a gay black president? Right. You know, like, I feel like that was pushing the envelope a little too much, especially when he was getting elected in 2008. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's the conspiracy is like, which one is photoshopped? Let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
this one. Can you see? Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's this one. Looks normal, right? And then... Yeah. How do I get this bit out of my face? And then the one that, like, has been going around is... Where is it? Where is it? Just saw it. It's like this one, kind of. Oh, that's weird. That's what people are saying is the original. So it's like, which one is photoshopped? Whoa, what the fuck? That's <laughs> yeah. so weird. And for Big the ladies Mike. and gentlemen just listening, we were looking at a picture, and it's of them probably, you know, early in Obama's political career. And there's one picture where it looks like him and a young Michelle, but then there's another picture where it's it's the same picture. But it's him and, you know, same facial structure, same clothing, but it's like doesn't have the like braids that she's got tied up and no piercing. It like looks like a dude. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. Never yeah. seen that before. <laughs> that's a fun one for sure. Yeah. I like that. God, there's probably a Democrat right now listening, fucking screaming at his screen. Yeah. No. Fucking Photoshop, <laughs> idiots. I said uh, that, all right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just a fun theory to bounce around. Fucking, there's a clip of Michelle on the Ellen DeGeneres show. And <laughs> she's dancing and throwing her hips kind of. And you see a little bit of a bump move down there. I don't know. I don't know. Some bulge. Mm -hmm. She's packing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your gun is digging into my hip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. That's foul. That's foul. Well, uh, I don't know what to make. Honestly, it probably doesn't matter either way if she is a guy or a girl. Doesn't. It's funny. Yeah. That shit cracks me up. What do you think? While we're on the topic of, you know, politics and presidential shit, what do you think about the Colorado Supreme Court making Trump ineligible? Oh, yeah. I just think it's pure Nazi Germany, you know? Yeah. I saw something interesting. Um, do you know the last president that they that states were doing that with? Uh, I believe it was like back in the 60s or something. I don't know. It was Abraham Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln, that's right, yeah. And you know what happened during Abraham Lincoln's fucking terms? Uh, we had a civil war. Yeah, yeah. I forgot who told me that, but yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's terrifying. I can't remember where I saw it. I saw it on Instagram. I wish I could shout the guy out that I saw. Yeah. Um, But it was just very disconcerting. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's not good. That's yep. not good. I don't know. It's just... It's just absolutely Nazi, Nazi, Nazism. Mm -hmm. uh, they claim it's because he's, you know, done all these illegal things, but he hasn't been convicted. So, right. They obviously are just doing it because they don't like him. That's it. Well, and that's all it is. And ultimately, yep. I, I heard something interesting. They were saying that um, I think it's under like Amendment 15 or something. Don't quote me on it. But essentially what it talks about is they're ineligible to get back into office if they have been a part of an insurrection right. or any sort of rebellion against oh, yeah. the state that they're trying to control. Yeah. And so they're using January 6th as this, you know, this token, That's this right. bargaining chip to, well, he 
he caused this insurrection. Yeah. You know, he can't come back, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I saw a bunch of stuff that is not going to stand. And if it does stand, all you have to do is just write his name down on other, you know. Right. He's not, it's not like they can just, you know, take away your ability to vote for him. No. Yeah. No, yeah, you can, shit, you can write anybody in. Yeah. I might write in my mom. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and what's what I heard as well is that they gave it enough time before the election that he uh, can appeal. Yeah. And it, the whole process can go through and it can be appealed. Yeah. Um, but a numerology guy was saying that it's it's 322 days before the election that they announced his ineligibility. Um, which is the inverse of two two three, which is yeah. a very occult number. Yeah. Uh, very Freemasonic cult number, which is just it. They they time their shit out. None of this is on accident. These sociopaths are proper fucking planners. Yeah. And their calendars go well over a year. You know, I saw right. your dad post on Facebook his like year calendar. I thought yeah. that badass. Yeah. These motherfuckers are working with like a ten year calendar. Right. You know. But, no doubt. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. It's weird yeah. how, shit always lines up like that. Yeah. Um, some crazy shit happened in Miami last night or the night before. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you brought this up because I yeah. wanted to remember to bring it up, but I fucking forgot until you just said something. The report is that there was a fight between a bunch of juveniles wielding sticks and other things. Yeah. And... This is not the case. I mean, literally the entire police force of Miami showed up to this mall, and there was black helicopters flying around. Yeah. After the incident occurred, it was only the black helicopters. They shut down flight paths in Miami. Yeah, no planes could leave. Yeah. Um. No, it's just yeah, another weird all thing. The airway. Just another weird thing because the report is that it was a fight mm-hmm. at a mall. Yeah, teenagers, and they dispatched yeah. hundreds of squad cars. Yeah, hundreds. so many. The video is like, insane. Yeah, aerial video, and it they're like they're bumper to bumper for yeah. hundreds of yards, yeah. all the way stretching across this mall, essentially yeah. building a perimeter around the mall. Yeah. Um, what I heard is that there was like witness reports coming in saying that they saw like ten foot aliens walking around. Yeah. So that's that's the bombshell. Mm-hmm. I'm not a source. Um, I have no good source on it, but that's what I saw online as well, is that eyewitnesses and people who were truly there said that people were shooting their guns inside the mall at 10-foot creatures, whatever they were. (laughs) Which, and I heard, so Isaac Weishaupt, the fucking, one of my red pill daddies, he is who I heard this from. He did like a little, you know, uh, like a reaction video to it and posted it on his Instagram. And I think I sent it to you. On your yeah. Instagram. And he was just talking about how, you know, they talk about it in Revelations that during the end times, Nephilim were going to walk the earth like they did in the time of Noah. Yeah. And very well could be what we're seeing here is they're, they're starting to walk the earth again. Yeah. Which is a, a telltale sign that we're in the fucking black period right before Revelation. Uh-huh. Yep. Terrifying. That shit is super scary to think about, faux show. Mm-hmm. But also cool. I want a yeah. fucking picture of one of those things, dude. 
Yeah. Imagine. A picture. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Oh, fuck. I want to get a 10-foot alien mount. Put it right here. That'd be badass. You know, do like a half mount, like people mount bears. It's just coming yeah. out of the wall like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's a Miami bug. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Scary shit, it. bro. Scary shit. Yeah. The earth is going to get fucked up. For if real. it is end times. I believe it is. Yeah. I believe it is. And, you know, in our previous podcast, when we were talking about end times, uh, one of the main things I was touching on is uh, the Temple Mount and the Temple of Solomon. Yeah. Because that's a huge part of the end times as well. It's like they rebuild the Temple of Solomon. Jesus comes back. All the Jews, you know, repent and are like, wow, we were wrong. You're yeah. right. They all convert. And that's when the end time officially happens or, yeah. or sets off. Yep. You know, and they're in the, I think that's why all this shit's happening between Israel and Hamas is they're all fighting over this fucking mountain mm -hmm. and they want to rebuild the temple of Solomon. Yeah. And I think they are, they probably already are. And they're using yeah. this shit as a smoke screen to keep people out of the area. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Cause it's important to remember that Jesus's return isn't right away. He doesn't just come and save the earth and rapture people. First, he has to scorch the earth and yeah. clean it. You know, first it was water and this time it'll be fire. Yeah. He's going to come in like fucking Patrick Swayze on Roadhouse. Just yeah. Kicking the shit out of these demons. Tight yeah. ass jeans. Roundhouse right. kicks. Right. <laughs> That's his only move. And he just yeah. decimates everybody. <laughs> it's like Peter Griffin at Family Guy. Roadhouse. Yeah. Roadhouse. House. <laughs> Great episode. Love it. No, yeah. That should be insane, dude. I'd be interested to see who they, who they put up as the Antichrist, you know? Yeah. Like I want to see the beast. Yeah, who the hell is it going to be Yeah, that unites the world? Without, some interesting things that I've heard is that it's not necessarily a person, but like an ideology okay. that, that unites people. You know, like a lot of people thought that uh, capitalism is the beast that communism would ride in on. And communism is the ideology that fucking is the Antichrist that ushers in the end times. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> interesting stuff. Another thing similar, dude, I just, I really want to hurry up and find out if Baron Trump is a fucking time traveler. Me too. Yeah. Did you see, he might be a 10 foot alien. Do you see that new picture of him at the fucking Trump family? True. And yeah. He's, he's like, got quite this growth spurt, didn't he? He's so big. Trump is not short. Yeah. And he's towering over Trump. Yeah. He's got Trump by about a head and a half. Yeah. Motherfucker's tall. You know? And there's a lot to that as well about him being a time traveler. There was a book that was written back in like the early 1900s. That's what I'm referring to. What was the name of the book? It's it literally like the, called like The Adventure of Baron Trump. Yeah. Or something like that. And it's about a time traveling kid who yeah. fucking like comes in and because and, he comes from the future, right? I can't remember. It's been a couple years since I've looked at that theory. I remember if it's future or past, but the book is insane. If it, anyone has not looked into that conspiracy theory, yeah, in the book it's written like you said back way back in the day, and they like put down names. They name like his family, and it's Trump's dad, and yeah, the lineage. Yeah, he talks about 
Oh, that's right. I remember that. It's so weird. Yeah. It's too spot on for it to yeah. not be a real thing. Or it's like, you know, what it makes me think of is back in the day, you know, especially in like, you know, Scottish lore where they would make these tapestries that were prophecies and then the yeah. prophecies would fulfill themselves, you know? Yeah. So it's not necessarily like they were predicting the future. They were writing a prophecy and the yeah. prophecy has to be fulfilled. Yep. Aaron Trump's marvelous underground journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Marvelous underground journey. And then we were talking about bunkers and shit. And yeah. Him going underground and, you know, and then it, it gives credence to the hollow earth theory that he's, you know, in contact with this population that's under the earth. Yeah. And they know about these cataclysmic events and they know about this shit that's going to go down and that's why they're fucking stuffed up under the earth i know talk a little bit more about hollow earth while i pull up this actual conspiracy because i want to read it so one of the interesting things that i've heard about the hollow earth theory i haven't delved too much into it but something that's interesting for me is that they're a lot of they've mapped out where different kidnappings and shit and abductions happen and it like the map coincides almost exactly with where there's a lot of these cave entrances and like entrances into the earth and it's just it's this interesting theory that like people are getting abducted into this earth or that there's like a race of beings that live under the earth that are feeding on us which which ties right into what the nephilim did that's why god flooded the earth is because these fucking nephilim were eating us he was like, Mm-mm, we can't have that. You can't eat our people. Yeah. We do not gnaw on our kitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen the movie Us? Oh, yeah. By Jordan Peele? Yeah. So that movie freaked me out. For people that haven't seen it, it's essentially like it touches on Hollow Earth as well as doppelgangers. And um, it's like these mere people that are it's like essentially you but it's like like you know it's like bizarro you it's the opposite of you and they come from the earth and they live underground and then they come up to like you know i don't know what the event was but they're preparing for this event for years and years like lifetimes they're preparing for this event the event happens and they all get to come to the surface they kill off their counterpart and they take their place on the earth and it's fucking creepy dude oh yeah jordan peele is a master of horror i remember seeing get out and that movie fucking it put a splinter in my mind for months i was like jesus a fucking classic yeah and all the ideas that he touches on in his movies are so like they're so spot on with a lot of the conspiracies that we talk about you know especially in get out one of the main things that they're talking about is first of all like it's like racial superiority but it's it's flipped it's like the the black body is the ideal body to inhabit and so what and this is a spoiler alert movie's been out for years so if you haven't seen it yet you've you're missing out you should have seen it already but if you haven't seen it and you don't want a spoiler alert jump like 30 seconds you know but essentially what they're doing is it's this family up in like a state new york or something and they're transferring their consciousness into these young black bodies and this like girl brings her boyfriend this black dude to the family house and he like starts to notice shit's weird 
you know, like the caretaker's fucking weird. The, you know, or the groundskeeper rather is this black dude and he's fucking creepy and he's got these weird eyes and he always catches him staring and shit. And, you know, the maid is the same way. Fucking creepy lady. And you find out that it's the grandfather and grandmother. It's their consciousness put into these bodies. So they're still living as these people. And then it like he gets he gets like hypnotized by the mother because she's like this professional hypnotist and sends her to the dark place. You know, Kanye talks about the dark place with Pasternak. That was like one of the most bone chilling things about all those Pasternak text messages that Kanye leaked is he was like, he's like, I'll send you back to the dark place, dude. Like I will. And I was like, Oh God. Oh shit. They're just saying it. Um, Okay. Yeah. Shit freaked me out. Yeah. Okay. I've got a little gist of it. And, yeah. Um, my thought. What's going on? Yeah. My thought on Hollow Earth is also insane. You know, I think we talked about it before, but I 100% think the entrance is in Antarctica. Yeah. I think that there's creatures above surface too in Antarctica that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And land and all that. And the outer realm theories are really cool and shit like that. And that ties right into like the flat earth and the ice wall. Right, the right. Firmament. Yeah. Um, um back to what we were talking about, ladies and gentlemen, with the time traveler book. So it was the same writer. He made a book called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Mm-hmm. And then just a few years later he made a he wrote a book called The Last President. Oh. That's where it gets really weird because one of the characters he's referred to as the master of all masters and that book is his name is don (laughs) but anyways yeah so baron trump travels all throughout time and history meeting all kinds of um you know cultures and stuff and the reason it's so weird is because there's all kinds of references to like fifth street on new york in new york city which is where tom trower is yeah and um in that book, he's got an assistant. Or is it? Where's his name? In the book, he's got an assistant, and his name is the same as Donald Trump's father, I think. Really? Yeah. And um, in the last president book, there's all kinds of uh, conflicts between uh, Don and Russia. So that's pretty funny too. Interesting. But yeah, the best way to do it is to just fucking find a video and listen to it because people have deep dived it. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I remember back in the day, right when Trump was getting elected, that was a big hot button in all the conspiracy realms. Yeah. Everybody was talking about that. Yeah. What year? Does it say what year those books were written? Let's see. Because um, it was a long time ago. I want to say it was like. 30s or 40s yeah i know it was written by ingersoll lockwood let me just look up it did let's see 19th century first novel Oh, and his wonderful dog, Bulger, in 1889. Jesus, it wasn't even the 1900s yet. Yeah. 
right at the turn of the century. Yeah. But yeah, I think his wonderful dog Bulger is also a reference to someone in their family. It's so weird. It's so uh it me out. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like a prophecy fulfilling itself. Yeah. You know, you hear about that shit in medieval times about the prophecies that fulfill. Yeah. And you you know, you just write it off as like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool part of the fairy tale, you know. Right. But very well could be something that's going on. Yeah. Man. That's freaky stuff, dude. So. There's 40-foot spiders in Antarctica. Do you think? Yeah. 40-footers. There might be. Bro, I can't even deal with little, like, two-inch spiders. Yeah. I kill them. Yeah. (laughs) I kill kill them. (laughs) (laughs) That would freak me out. Little spiders don't bother me. We're fucking... We're just our bodies alone. We're weak beings. Yeah. If we didn't have this fucking big ass brain in here to make tools with, we're so weak. Our teeth, oh, yeah. Our teeth barely cut things. Mm-hmm. We have no claws. Yeah. You know, no talons. Yeah. There's nothing, not even really hard skin. We're like soft, doughy monkeys. Yeah. We stand no chance against anything out in the wild, especially if they're 40 foot fucking spiders. <laughs> they probably need like 40 of us to be full you know it's all good we'll just make a giant gatlin gun full of raid yeah (laughs) (laughs) no you're absolutely right though yeah it's just a gatlin gun that shoots cans of raid yeah you just load them onto a belt yeah (laughs) Uh, you're absolutely right dude without this we're way down on the food chain yeah way down and honestly, that's probably yeah. what took us so long to evolve into what we are because for so long we're vulnerable. You know, you're lucky yeah, if like half the kids that were born survived. Yeah. You know, you'd have to have like eight kids so that two of them could live and work on the fucking farm. Yeah. Shit, dude. We'd probably be below fucking large species of birds. Yeah. You'd be like, they're just fucking scratching <laughs> our heads off. There's nothing we could do. Shit, they probably <laughs> Yeah. They... <laughs> they'd probably take our head off in one foul swoop. Yeah. Oh god. That'd be terrifying. We'd be even shittier monkeys. That's what we would be. Yeah, we don't even have the strength of these other monkeys. Chimps can fucking rip your dick off like a celery stick. Yeah. And we're <laughs> we can't even pull sticks out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's <laughs> great, bro. Oh shit. Well, bro, you got anything else for this return? Return of the King episode? Return of the King. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That might be what we call it. All right. Um, no, I can't think of anything else. I, I've got some homework to do. I need to watch the movie. Yeah. And really freshen do. up on the whole movie. I'll come to you with some symbolism that I see in it. Yeah. That's that's my favorite part of delving into the conspiracy shit is like all the occult symbolism they put in things. Yeah. And just like, you know, the revelation of the method that they have. Yeah. I feel like that's part of what they're doing in this karmic realm is they have to kind of show you what's going on a little bit. Because, you know, at least in in their religion, what they believe, they absolve themselves of the karmic retribution if they tell you you what they do. Yeah. Like we told you and you didn't do shit. Exactly. That's not on me. Yep. You know. But yeah, I've got my homework. Ladies and gentlemen, you have your homework too. watch the movie with me. It's fire.
it's just a good movie. Mm-hmm. Besides all that shit, it's just good. Yeah, I heard it was shot very well. Yeah, you know, like good cinematography. Yep, which I appreciate. I think that's why yeah. I liked Breaking Bad so much. It's because that fucking shit was just so well done. Yeah, perfect screenplay, perfect shots, like everything was perfect about that shit. Oh yeah, and I think that goes a long way in telling a good story. You got to do it right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, dude. I'm glad to be back on the horse. Yes, sir. Galloping into the end times with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, buddy. Well, let's fucking hop on it next time. I want to I want to get my homie Cole on. Yeah. And I want to talk about World War II a little bit. And just, you know, the Nazis and their occult shit. And okay. just some World War II conspiracies. And I just want to introduce the boy Cole into the realm. Let's do it. It's that time. That'd be fun. Fuck yeah. I love it. Well, shit, buddy. You have a good night. It was good chatting with you, as always. Venus Nitchell. I'm going to Yeah, dude, it was great talking to you, too, bro. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. We'll fucking hop back on it here sometime next week. Yes, sir. Five-star review. Five-star review. You know, you guys know the deal. Yeah. But it has been a while. Let me remind you. All right. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Go ahead and hop on there. Give us five stars. If you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a review. Uh, YouTube, you can leave a comment. And no promises I'm going to read that shit, though. I'm super busy. <laughs> I'll read them. Yeah. Avery will read them. Yeah. He'll relay it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You fucking have a good night. Stay woke. Peace. Peace out, buddy.